All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast called No One Asks, where we talk about internet topics and debates that no one asks. I'm your beautiful and gorgeous host, Dan, and we're having a little different, you know, scenery this time. We have a lot more people, and no, I'm not stuck at school this time. And you guys like to introduce yourselves? I need the mic. No, it's, it's going to uh, pick it up right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me, one of your favorite people on this podcast, John. I'm the welder, you know, the one that can go to college. Uh, what's good, y'all? Danny, uh, I guess we're going by profession now. So Danny, the teacher, is what I'll be referred to as now. I'm Mike the marketer. Oh, Mike the marketer. Mm-hmm. Abdul the accountant, if that's how we're introducing ourselves right now. I guess so. Is this like synonyms? No, it's alliteration. Alliteration. Yeah, only you two, too. All right. So now I have you guys here because it's a, I want to say it's a special episode. We have a lot more guests this time. It's a crossover episode. No. no. (laughs) It'll be a crossover. It was another podcast, but this is actually going to be kind of related to a big film that was just released, but we're not, it's going to be a spoiler free episode. Oh boy! Why would you tax me with this? You know, I'm probably gonna do it by accident. Well, I'll. I'm gonna we'll, try my hardest not. We'll to. just tell you to shut up. No, yeah. but when we hear the topic, it might help you out a bit. Okay. So, I may have mentioned this to you guys before, and I feel like a lot of people have talked about this on the internet for many years. Uh, this is gonna be this episode to be based on Spider-Man, but it's gonna be on who is your Spider-Man from the three live actions that we've seen for the past what would we say twenty years, and. When yeah, you, 20 years. yeah, and when you think of Peter Parker, who out of the three actors would you say is like the most or closest to what you think Peter Parker is? So I know it's kind of a, a toughie because everyone is biased, they have their preferences. So if anyone is bold enough or already has an answer, let's go ahead. Drake Bell. I, mean, I hate no, I'm kidding. You so much. Oh, I, I can. I can go first, but is so that is, is my, it, 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 we're not talking about it though. Wait, so, Dad, just so I understand the question. <laughs> he, wasn't even, he, he was the dragonfly, first off. He super he wasn't a Spider-Man. He was, he was, he was, in, he was a, in the animated one, but I said live action. No, no, no. Live action. <laughs> go ahead, Abdul. And go ahead. Just so I understand the question, is it who was your first Spider-Man who you watched in a movie and then who you think no, no, no. is your, your Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So if, like who if you, you when yeah. you picture Spider-Man, who do you picture? Yeah, who embodies right. who embodies Spider-Man and you, for your definition of Spider-Man <laughs> out of the three live action. So if people aren't aware or live under a rock, <laughs> That's a like I mean, one, yeah. it's all over the internet. Like I feel like you might have seen at yeah. least one Spider movie out of the 20 years that's been out. So we have the original. Toby Maguire, who's had three films. We had Andrew Garfield, who's only had two films. Rumored for rumored, yeah. There is rumors that you know fans are actually like, you know, wanting him to get a third. And then we have Tom Holland, who has had three films and a film that just recently came out and I thought was amazing, but we're just gonna leave it at that. So, like I guess if you have an answer, Abdul, or anyone else like to go. When you think of Spider-Man, from you know, based on your knowledge of you know, playing video games, reading comic books, watch. TV or anything, who do you think is like you know the most or best representing best representing Spider Man? I don't Tom Holland. Get... Tom Holland, easily. But why? But why? Yeah. I mean, from a visual aspect, if you look at the three of them, uh, I mean, this is a no fault of Toby of his own. I would say more so on the casting side, he didn't look like 
he was in high school. He looked too old, and he kind of didn't, like, fit the narrative of what you expect Spider-Man to look like. Because in the comics, I think, I think he gets his powers when he's, like, 14 or 15, maybe. Toby's not looking, like, anywhere near a 15-year-old. Andrew Garfield had more of a high schooler look, but he was, like, this punk skater Peter Parker that, like, is just not a thing. Um, Tom Holland, on the other hand, I think has portrayed the best look from, like, a visual aspect. He's, like, a smaller-looking guy. He looks very, very young. I didn't know he was in his 20s when I first heard that he got cast. I thought he was literally in high school, and that's why it worked. And he looks so young where, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he, like, went undercover in mm-hmm. a high school in New York, and no one could tell otherwise that he, what, he, that he didn't belong there because he looks so young. And just the, maybe the way, like, Marvel has portrayed it so far, uh, I think they hit really well on his innocence. Peter Parker, just as a, as a character, is a very, like, because he's young. Some would say he's still naive. Um, just the way that he acted in his three movies, always still wanting to see the best in people. Even the first movie, like, when he figured out his, like, girlfriend's dad is the villain, like, he still didn't want to take him down. He was still trying to, like, think about how he can try to fix things here. Um, I I think he's by far the best that we've got on the big screen so far. So would you just say he's just a really good actor then compared to the other two? Well, I think they're all... I mean, I think of the three of them, from an acting perspective, I think Andrew Garfield is the best actor, like, outside of Spider-Man. Tom Holland's good, Tony McGuire's good. Andrew Garfield, I think, is far and away the best of the three. He's extremely underrated. Uh, and people think just because he got sniped before, like, his trilogy come to an end that instantly made him a bad actor. I think that was just Sony being Sony in the background. Like, well, um, the middle finger in the Sony room, they want to make him a third movie. He was like, no. Nah. Oh, he gave it. He, I didn't know that. Um, but he just, I guess maybe he didn't enjoy the role that he was being given. Um, yeah, no, I, I think from an acting perspective in Hollywood, like, have you guys seen Hacksaw Ridge? No. Like, that's probably oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield's best movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For the people Andrew, that are listening. Bro, that was just bro, I don't cry during movies. <laughs> that shit hits you hard. <laughs> it's a good movie. He's the best actor of the three. But well, from, he's just acting as a Spider-Man standpoint. We're not talking about, but, like... Here we go. But, like, acting as Spider-Man, I think it's Tom Holland. I don't think you can really argue that. It's not just he's the newest one. It's just I think he's embodied Spider-Man the best so far. Can I would like to. Oh, can I go next? Because yeah, I also think Tom Holland with you, Abdul. And I'd like to say, first off, Tobey Maguire, go like, just just personally, his movies were the ones that got me into superheroes and comics and all that. So got to recognize him for that. I also think he was too old for his role, uh, like for that specific role, uh, and didn't really portray the high school like guy who has just everyday problems but is also a superhero because that's what he let's spider-man supposed to be is like someone that like young people can like just kind of relate to and that anybody can really relate to just moral issues everyday life while you're also just a superhero i think andrew garfield was a step closer to the idea of spider-man and like he was younger he had a different vibe like completely different but he was still like nerdy enough to kind of like push that uh peter parker vibe um like he was into like the photography thing. Cool. Little reference there. Um, the skateboarding. Yeah. A little bit out of character, but I think that's more so just like where that story was going. Um, 
I think Tom Holland, aesthetically, his moves, everything, best Spider-Man there is. Young guy, nerdy, pulls off that vibe really well, pulls off the Peter Parker story. My issue with the movies, though, and why I have trouble deciding my very top one is because besides the first movie or like anytime we've seen him after spider uh, it's not peter parker it's not just like spider-man it's like these global issues like just so much bigger than just new york city your friendly neighborhood spider-man we haven't gone to see your friendly neighborhood spider-man it's always been these huge things so there's really been no time to see peter parker for peter parker it's just been spider-man and now he's going to replace iron man and now he's got to live up to his legacy and all these issues it's not peter parker dealing with normal problems like the Peter Parker comics normally does. Yeah. It's been blown up a lot more because we skipped his like origin, which thankfully we did because we don't need to see that again. But I think that's totally. where my issue lies in putting Tom Holland at the very first. I don't know if I can do that just yet. I need to see more. I need to see him so, be true Peter Parker. I would like to add in there though. And by the way, great commentary, Danny. Uh, just to add on that, I feel like that's really taken away from what makes like every movie does something a little bit wrong that makes it not feel genuine. So like, for example, like everyone said, Tony McGuire just didn't look the part. Andrew Garfield, like it sucks. Cause like you'd watch him getting bullied and you're like, this guy could body his bullies. How is he getting bullied right now? When he's like, you know, they're trying to make him look like a nerd, but he just doesn't act or look like a nerd, you know? So how is he being bullied in his film? And then with like Tom Holland, it just feels like, yeah, I hate to say this because everyone's saying, but it's like Iron Man Jr., not Spider-Man. Like the part of the relatability of Spider-Man is like his villains aren't like Thanos. Mm-hmm. His villains are like weird guy with a fishbowl on his head, or like you know Rhino, which is some powered guy in a suit. It's not like these global guys like that could really, really destroy the world. It's even like Kingpin. Kingpin's like a mob boss, and he's super strong, but he's not like completely unbeatable. I feel like Daredevil has kind of taken that as like an adult stance of like. He's a relatable everyday superhero who fights like more realistic baddies. I would say my favorite media portrayal of Spider-Man, even if it isn't live action, is the 90s cartoon. Mm-hmm. I think that did the best job. But if I had to pick a Spider-Man, I would say putting Peter Parker aside, it was probably Garfield Spider-Man. Had the best jokes, best one-liners. Quips. Like the quips. Like he felt most like Spider-Man. I think the one thing that took away from it was how dark the movie setting was. When I imagine Spider-Man, I don't imagine Batman Arkham Knights Part 2. Like, I'm imagining, like, you know, like a bright, you know, movie. I felt like it was just super, super dark in tone for way too long. So, quick question. So, Danny and Mike, I know you guys said that, like, he, like, Spider-Man doesn't fit into the, like, huge cataclysmic, like, universal threats that, like, he was shown to be fighting in, like, Infinity War and Endgame, like, Thanos and saving half, like, the known universe. But if you look at his standalone movies, he's fighting his rogue gallery. His first movie was Vulture. His second movie was Mysterio, albeit at a grander, maybe at a grander scale. And I get the the Tony Stark Jr. thing, and that was more apparent in the second one. Which one was that? Was that? I can't remember the name. Yeah, so second movie, I'll actually hand it to you. There was that sense of Tony Stark Jr. But I think in Homecoming, it was... It was perfect where he even, I think, didn't he get stripped of the suit and then he had to use his original, uh, whatever suit. he had, like, like that he just stitched together or something. So yeah. I, I think like in his individual movies, I think he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. And those bigger ones with like joining like different like teams together 
I, I would say he like he gets lost in all that because you have like the big three in those major movies kind of like overshadowing him. I, I still feel like it's inauthentic though because like the vulture wasn't like in the like in the comics and like in the old TV show. There's like a mutant, right? I know they can't really do as much X Men stuff, but I don't know. Like just a guy in a technological suit, and how did his origin story go? That's, that is what he is. He's not a mutant. Yeah, no, yeah, he's not a mutant. Yeah, he's not, he's not like a genetically altered being. He's the guy in the suit. He's just... but even then, like, it's still related back to the Avengers. Like, right in the beginning, how did he become a villain? It was because of Tony Stark's cleanup project. And, like, it just still, like, it relates too much to the MCU to where it kind of, like, takes away because it always feels like everything's going to be a part of the bigger picture. And even though, like, again, like, it did focus a little bit on it, I don't know, like, even, like, the Vulture, like, suit, like it wasn't that high tech in the comics. Like we all agree on that at least. Like well, cool. here's well, the thing. So <laughs> and he was a mutant in the TV show. I'm probably confusing. In him. a TV show that was wrong. I know what you're talking about. I know he lived in like a clock tower and in one of the games, I think. But you also got to remember Noir. You also got to remember where the tonal shift in technology and like more futuristic like looks for superheroes and villains came into. Fucking, you don't see, you didn't see, we didn't see, oh, cover your ears. No, you can't talk about it. You can't no, talk. Well, no, 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 no. If it's a costume that's been revealed already, can I talk about it? Uh, you know, there's people maybe who didn't watch trailers. Trailers, you didn't watch trailers, so. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Fuck. Shut up. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what I was going to say before, um, I think also people like recognize, like, there's different iterations of Spider-Man. There's different storylines. So, like, I don't want to say that each spider-man or peter parker we've seen is a different version i mean it is technically but i mean back to you guys are saying with toby mcguire looking like a grown-ass man like this guy had a 401k at like you know 17 um he looked like a, a undercover cop my brother little city miles <laughs> yeah he looked like an undercover cop and he's like yo i got powers too all about it um andrew i kind of agree he did have a darker tone but i liked it though because it's like you know it's a different side of, like of peter parker i mean like he did he had this light-hearted moments you know with this quips and, you know, you're like, all right, that's Peter Parker. Because if, if I compare him to the other two, he played, I think, or he, he represented Spider-Man the best. And the part where, like, you know, he, like, quips, you know, somewhat lighthearted, but he also had the dark tone was like, you know, he can't save everyone. I think that's what they all also represented in each of the movies, where they, they all had a major loss at, throughout any other series. And that didn't, they, that didn't stop them from being, you know, Spider-Man. You know, that didn't stop them from, you know, doing what they needed to do because with, you know, Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, so I think, you know, if I want to think of, like, the best Spider-Man from what I know from a comic book standpoint, I want to say right now it's a tie between Andrew and Tom. But, I don't know, I've kind of liked, I like Tom as Peter Parker, but Spider-Man I'll have to give to Andrew. Only because, like, you know, even, like, how they did it, like, with CGI, Andrew looked like he was Spider-Man. He was yeah. swinging with so so much fluidity. It's like, you know, it's like, even if you guys didn't play the video game, I think of that Spider-Man, like, from the PS4 version. Is, even, like, the um, Spider-Man 2 game. That's yeah. Like of Andrew Garfield. Yeah, like, I think Andrew, like, his character was a great Spider-Man, but Tom was a great Peter Parker. I think that's the best yeah. way, way to put it. I mean, Here's the thing, though, right? When I complain about the darker tone, it's not about all the death and loss, because, like, every yeah. movie has that. It's more like the setting. I feel like 
what has basically been the last 10, 15 years of movie is like, let's just take something that made everyone happy and make it darker. It's like been music, which I don't, I don't even want to start that as a separate debate, but it's been like, for example, all the movies, it's like a dark twist on everything. And I think that's fine. Like Logan was amazing. And you know, Wolverine's always been a dark character, but like not having him in the yellow suit, having him be more real and grunt, that worked really, really well. And like in series like The Witchers, where it was really dark tone, taking away the lighting and making it like a darker tone, that worked really great, especially for Henry Cavill. Like the Superman being dark was fucking weird. The whole like you know, Andrew Garfield with Spider-Man, like the tone setting just felt so depressing rather than happy. And I feel it's like a common theme in media nowadays. Everything is depressing. In in my opinion. Wait, John, who is yours? Did you did uh, you say yours? I did not. I liked uh <laughs> I liked uh like everyone's saying, I think my Spider-Man. I can't really like really put one as my Spider-Man because I like each one for different reasons. But like, and, who like, like I can't like in, can't like pick one that incorp- uh, embodies encompasses and embodies Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man as a single person. The quippiness, the twitchiness, and like just the overall like energetic thing, energetic like bo- uh, like busybody like twitchiness of Spider-Man. I attribute to Andrew Garfield the quips, the young, jovial-looking teen, I could, uh, Tom. Tom, and then just selflessness I to, uh, mm. to Toby, because, yeah. like, no one fully encompasses him completely. But if I do have to pick one, I would pick more for leaning just towards Spider-Man and not Peter Parker. Uh, it'd be, it would be Andrew Garfield. And, I mean, you could follow-up question is, who would, I guess represent peter parker even though, like you said they all have different aspects of oh. peter parker it would be it would be tom holland because yeah he yeah. has that like you know young look i mean like i think that's just like his genetics as well that just played well for his like benefit but like the style everything like yeah. i mean obviously he had a good stylist but like just looking at him he had like that young look yeah, the him. young look that small build like a teenager mm-hmm. you know he's still built out where he looks like he has muscle so spider-man um Back to what I was saying, I think it's kind of a side tangent. I think the dark tone with Superman is more justifiable than like a guy who's always upbeat, having the best day of his life every day. Yeah. Because it's not realistic for someone to always be happy. That's why I think the darker tone with Superman yeah. is better. I just don't think like everything needs to be dark all the time. You know? I feel like a lot of older movies had good fluidity. Like <coughs> a horrible movie, but what executed great was like kind of like the blend of like funny, happy but also, like, a darker version of what was going on. Like, if we're keeping on like, the topic of Spider-Man, but a lot of movies used to be like that, where, like, you'd incorporate both. I feel like now it's just, like, it's fine, like, if you do that for a movie, too. Like, Joker was a great show of, like, it's not just a happy, you know, clown. It's, like, this dark, depressing backstory. But I don't want every, like, the whole trequel trilogy sorry <laughs> oh, first off that was funny and second real quick the joker is not a happy clown in yeah, general. he never was he's well, just no, no, a no, psychopath like, watch him in like well, animated series it no, comes off that way. Well, uh, he comes off as deranged and unhinged yeah but like as a kid you laugh nope. at that. all right i always knew that guy was messed up all right well let's <laughs> get back to spider-man um i have a follow-up question to all this so i don't know if you guys have thought about it but is there an actor that you think would you want to play Spider-Man or Peter Parker instead of what we have gotten? Childish Gambino. Peter, what? 
Peter Parker. Parker. It's not Peter Parker, uh, though. Morales. Well, Peter I thought we were like Spider-Man. Listen to the question, Parker. We can get back to that. Oh, but. God. Peter would, Parker, is there I another actor that, like, I mean, unless you're, unless you're, like, content with what we have. I wouldn't even want Childish Gambino to play Miles Morales. Miles Morales. He's too old. He doesn't fit the I mean, bill. Miles Morales technically... has to be 50. What well, and then he's, What's, uh, he's, he's technically... He's, he's Aaron York. Davis. Yeah, he's Aaron Davis. He's, he's the canon. He's the canon already. Oh, Who's, isn't he the Prowler? Yes. Right? Yeah, Prowler is canon, technically speaking, to yeah. MCU. was mentioned in yeah. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the is there an actor you guys are like, like, you know what? I can see him as being like Peter Parker. So I, so here's the thing, which is why uh, casting, I feel like has played such an important role. Uh, Marvel Studios has, in my opinion anyway, has yet to botch a casting for any of their characters that they have gone from start to finish from Iron Man 1 up until um, No Way Home. About if there was a potential be- better candidate than Tom Holland to play the role of Peter Parker, they would have considered it before even casting Tom. So I think as of right now, for what we have, Tom Holland is arguably the best looking character to put in as Peter Parker. I don't think anyone else could really pull it off. Timothy I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head either. Timothy. Timothy would have been way better. Is that the guy from Dune? Dune, yes. Yeah. yes. No, I, don't, I don't like him. Well, it just seems just looking wise. You don't have to like play no, the actor. No, I, I could so, say some bad things about his looks. That I can't so I actually looked this up a list of actors who either were considered for the role or almost got the role. And there's ten actors, and it's between all three Spider-Man movies or three mm-hmm. Spider-Man, three different Spider-Man. So number ten, they actually said that James Franco almost got the role mm-hmm. over oh, Tobey Maguire. The whole was. So if you look at him. You know, he played, you know, Harry Osborne eventually. Can you see him, like, you know, does he look like Peter Parker in your eyes? No. She has a question on James Franco. Wait, he was almost casted instead of Toby? Yeah, he, 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 I think he tried for the role, and I think they gave him Harry instead. Because they liked him, but they didn't want, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know much about it, but. I'd say his younger brother was it, it says right here. Peter Parker. It yeah. says right here, James Franco was screen tested for Peter Parker, but was offered the role of Harry Osborne yeah. instead. But I'm saying, though, like, if you just think about it, does he, would you think he had fit the role? No. I think Dave Franco would have done better instead yeah. of James. I think like, Dave has more of the innocent young Love. face. Yeah. He, he does, but also not at the same time. Because he, he, he has an innocent young face, but he also looks like he's 40 at the same time. I'm also, I just thought of this, Chandler Riggs. Who? Carl from The, Carl from the Walking Dead. I never watched nah. that. Mm, I, don't, I don't want all the Walking Dead stands to just come over and be like Carl. All right, well, the whole time. <laughs> actor that. Yo, look him up. Look, look, look at a uh, picture of him, bro. I think he could have pulled off Peter. That I do know. So he could play Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. <laughs> but the next actor on the list was Tom Cruise. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the short. But be they the... said in the, I think they said they did extreme testing in the eighties, oh, but then I guess yeah. it never got lifted. Oh, it's like he could play the he could play a very accurate teenager since he's only like what five five. I feel like it would have been the George Clooney equivalent of Spider-Man. Like what George Clooney did to Batman, he would have done Spider-Man. Well, you just trap cast a triple A for the name, and they don't really fit that well. Well, well, Mike plays in Spider-Man. He's a good actor, but he doesn't fit in as Peter Parker. He's not a superhero type. Who? Tom Cruise? He's not. That's not what he... Well, young Tom Cruise from the 80s. Yeah, (laughs) I think he could have fit it. If they did it in the 80s, like a Spider-Man live action, I feel like Tom Cruise... (laughs) would have fit it well 
42 Jump Street. He would have been that or like the Iron Man of the time. Or Iron Man, yeah. Uh, next one, actually, Timothy Chalamet was actually on the same list as Tom Holland for the MCU. Mm-hmm. He didn't make the he cut. has a young look to him. He does have a young look because Stan Lee said, This ain't my Spider Man. I don't like this kid. <laughs> Who is who's named Timothy? <laughs> Yo, is there not a conspiracy that Timothy like botched Danny? I don't even know what you're saying. Who the Timothy killed Stan Lee? Oh, why are you like this? All right, the next actor on the list was Leonardo DiCaprio. He was actually Sam Raimi's first choice over before. Toby Maguire. Hmm. I think Toby I, Maguire. That's fine if I it's for like time, the yeah. earliest. At the time, film. remember, but it was 2001 but before yeah. that. Five like but I film was probably I, mean, like I could see great gaps to Leonardo DiCaprio as, as like Spider Man. Right? Like, I think, like, because remember, when they probably started filming, it was probably <laughs> not, 1999 2000. What's a guy from uh, Goodwill Hunting? Matt Damon? Matt Damon? No, not Matt Damon. Okay, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. There's oh, like this. Russell ben Affleck? Okay, not what, Goodwill what's, Hunting. What's, what's another movie? Be, that describe like, the movie. A Beautiful yeah. Mind. Just, are you like talking? a young guy. Oh, thanks, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> very descriptive. Yeah, let me, it's it's a a think it came, I think the I movie came out in 1994, Mike. He's famous now. All right, well, we'll get back oh, to that later. Even better. <laughs> we'll get back to it now, later. I want Mike Tyson to be Spider-Man. All right, with his lift. <laughs> I want him to be Miles Morales. It was his first movie. All right, well, let's get back to it. Let's get back up. Mike Tyson punch. All right. Anyway. If you, if you guys don't remember this actor, Josh Hutcherson. Why would we remember? Oh, yeah. No, Peter he was from, um, in uh, Hunger Games. Peter. He was actually also Peter. He's Peter. Peter. Why are you Malark? down from like Peter? Peter was the babe. I'm not a Hunger Games guy. They were actually going to pick him over Andrew. Hungry Mike. Ah, I said yeah. no. Andrew Garfield is definitely the choice over Peter. Oh, was it? I, I, I just I don't was, want to read. All right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, what did he say? He's just talking about. He's having another conversation. The guy who played Peta in the Starving Games. Ah, hilarious! <laughs> Even better. He said. He said. He brought up me not knowing how to read. I said I don't want to read. Mm, All right. Story. I'm not sure if you guys know this actor. Uh, he's another British actor. He's actually in Sex Education. Oh, that guy's cool. Asa Butterfield. Kazoon type. What? Thank you. I do have a picture from Sex Ed. Oh, he's an Ender Game. He's did from Ender Game. Just say the main yeah. character of Ender Game. Well, my bad. No, he, he was considered the role for. He, he looks like that little kid who. Um, he had that scrawny that, the par- that parents can't get control of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Runs around terrifying. I think terrorizing he, the town. he was too much of a baby face. Like <laughs> yeah. that, I couldn't take serious in like a fight scene. Like I wouldn't have been able to take him serious. Yeah, I, can't, I can't imagine him crawling. I can't imagine him crawling. Yeah, no, he's. He, I don't think he would have built the muscle or have looked. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> lastly, Jake Gyllenhaal actually almost was. They almost recasted. Tobey Maguire before Spider Man Two, and then was recasted Jake Gyllenhaal to be to- uh, Spider Man. Well, that'd be mindful to me if they just switched him out. Yeah, I think that would have destroyed the Spider Man. Yeah, I think, that first trilogy. Um, this is public news. So I'm fine with this. Like, how do you guys feel about Tom Holland saying he doesn't want to be Spider Man anymore? Huh? Well, that's up to him. He said he also wants to take a break from acting. It's well, family. his exact words were: "He feels like it's time in the limelight for a black Spider Man." Well, I mean, that means I he's good, probably going to be in one more movie and asked to get killed off so he can start his family. Because remember, joining the Marvel Universe is at least a 10 to 15 year commitment. And he's young as shit. So yeah, he's, he's not like 24, 25. Yeah, he's yeah. not getting he's out of He's like six months older than he has to be killed yeah. off. That's true. What about, like, um, imagine how what about the guy from Gotham? 
the guy that played Bruce Wayne from Gotham. Let me finish my rant. Nah, I I, no, I, I feel like I don't know to be honest, and it's gonna suck to say this, but it's like I only see him as Bruce Wayne. I can't yeah, see him as I guess now Peter Parker. I mean, I don't know what he looks like now. But like I don't know, he didn't. I don't know. I mean, he played Bruce Wayne pretty well, or young Bruce Wayne pretty well. I was also watching his Snapchat story today. So apparently, every Peter Parker dated their romantic interest on set. Makes sense. And um, the director of the Amazing Spider-Man and the Tom Holland ones are like the same, I think. They at least both directed, and they both warned Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, "Don't fall in love, please." And when Tom Holland is in there, started getting feelings. It's happened through every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. Hold on a second. I also yeah. just two actors first going off. to go through movies together multiple times that have a romantic relationship in the movies, more often than not. No offense, but first off, we'll be together. You're you're in a movie with Zendaya. All right, we're now we're kind of going don't track. catch feelings. Bro, I came in here with feelings. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was your question again, sir? Well, I mean, just go back, like, is there any other actors besides the one I had on my list? Would you have seen, like, you know, oh, you know what? I could see them being Peter Parker. I could see some of them. Like, I could have seen Ooh, Leo DiCaprio. Mean? I could see young Jake Gyllenhaal, but I think that would have ruined yeah, the original yeah. Spider-Man trilogy. Um, I could see Timothy Chalamet, but I don't think they would have done the job. I think, like, that Asa guy would have been too scrawny and, like, not build up the muscle. I just can't take him seriously in the fight. Peter would have been just attributed to the Hunger Games. You can't see him as anything but Peter. Uh, or the kid from Bridget Terabit. Yeah, that's it. That's all he's known for. So yeah. I think they did a good job of picking actors who, one, fit the role really well, and two, or like at least the best of capability at that time, and two, like who would be like wouldn't be seen as something else other than that character. I feel like if Taylor no, Lautner never did Twilight, he could have been a really good Peter Parker. Because when he was in his like teen phase, he was doing like who? Taylor Lautner. No, 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 wait, wait. Who's playing who's playing the new Batman? Robert Pattinson. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the vampire boys Sorry, now I'm Batman. Having an argument. All right, we'll have it over there. No, uh, <laughs> no, I've been trying to find out Taylor Lautner's name for the past three minutes and throw his name into the ring. <laughs> so you both say Taylor Lautner? I mean, I don't see why not. He had long hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could always cut like your hair. No, I know I'm saying like he can you keep those look good. I was like, if he never went in Twilight, where he had to be basically like old woman's like candy, mm. like he would have like done a really good Peter Parker. Because if you looked at him as a team, like during Shark Boy and after, he would have had a really good Peter Parker personality. He would have had a good personality, but would he have the same, uh, a similar build? Uh, mm, I think been. he could have. I don't think he would because like ninety percent of the reason that he had that build is because he had to be shirtless ninety percent of the movie. In Twilight, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I feel like he could ju- have just been like, like Peter Parker can be scrawny. I mean, he, oh, he's t- oh, he's gonna have an acrobatic body. Yeah, he's gonna have yeah. very like thin, like acrobatic. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he was never in Twilight, Compact. he could have done it. Yeah, like I'm thinking about his Shark Boy body when he was still like adolescent. Oh, so when still... he was a when he was a middle schooler. Yeah, like if he continued that until like 18, just not working out. He could have done a good Peter Parker. This is taking a very weird route that I don't know if I. I don't know if I like it or not. Yeah. There, there's a Spanish Peter Parker too, Miguel. Uh, O'Hara, yeah, but O'Hara. that's Spider-Man 2099. And we are not. Yeah, yeah we're not, we're not we, casting for Do you guys that. think that the new um, Spider-Verse would touch on that? What, what do you mean? The main One of the main characters in the main Spider-Man is, is 2099. Yeah, let's not. We're not. We're not animated. God damn it. I love animation. All right, you. Cool beans. We can talk about that after. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, 
I guess that's it. I mean, Definitely. for the listeners at home, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen all the Spider-Man movie, um, but ask yourself, who do you think is your best Spider-Man? Who's your best Peter Parker? And if you could pick a different actor for them, who would it be and why? Um, I guess for myself, I guess like I agree with Danny. Um, I could see some of those actors could play or portray Peter Parker, but I think I'm content with what we have right now. I want Conor McGregor to be the new Spider-Man. <sighs> you want a leprechaun? <laughs> <Bob>. <laughs> be the most um, Spider-Man in existence. <laughs> but other than that, I think that will be it for this week's episode of No One Asked. Um, and make sure you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And next week actually will be the season finale for the podcast. Yes. Oh. Episode 10. It's actually, I think I'll just say it's it's gonna be a birthday episode because we a Netflix series, 10 episodes yeah. of the piece. I love it. Yeah. Are we gonna do this from like where we're having the birthday? Like, we're gonna... Well, we're gonna see. We'll see what, what uh, happens it, next week. It's either... featuring Pete Davidson. Yeah. No, 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 no. Why'd you say yeah to that? <laughs> Funny at first, but <laughs> looking back at it, I don't want Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to ask him questions. I got I got some serious questions that I need to ask him. I, I just want life advice. I just want to know how I do. I don't want any life advice from Pete Davidson. So you know you want it, so you know what not to do. Okay, ah. fine. All right. Anyway, uh, moral of the story: we don't like Pete Davidson. We don't know how he did it, but we'll figure it out next <laughs> Wait, week. Why don't we like Pete? Davidson? I, I like Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete Davidson's Davidson. pretty cool. I got questions for his ass. All right. Well, we oh, can man. ask him next week when he's on it. I guess he's coming on next week. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. We have, have a good week night. To get we will see you next week. Podcast. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch it. Stop living. Happy in. holidays. Not the gutter. Yeah, happy holidays. You know, happy Hanukkah, Boxing Day, so Christmas. Who, you, you All right.